1: Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese, yeah, who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's gonna be good, woo! Hey everybody, welcome to In the Basement with Javon and Therese, and um, before Resi comes on, as usual, I'm gonna play a little bit of music, and I am going to start it off with a song that I wrote. And I'm singing on, but I'm not the voice that really captures the attention on this song. Um, the song was written for my sweetheart, who inspired the lyrics for me at the time. And Laura, also at that time, inspired the, the lyrics. And today is, what, 16 years from the day that we first met. And so with that, happy anniversary to Cheryl. And... Um, yeah, this is uh, Cheryl and Japan, and, you know, I, to be honest, all I can say is I am amazed at how fortunate I was 16 years ago today to have met her, and today, I'm just amazed that she still speaks to me. <laughs> Here's waiting all my life, and even though it's our song, you can make it yours too. Happy Pride, everybody.
0: Never been wanting to settle down. All is talk about gay marriage that's going round, and then the angels in the universe sent your love to me. And now I'm hoping and I'm praying that you you, baby. One yeah.
1: Uh, Cheryl and javon <laughs> i i wrote i can't believe it's been wow I wrote that song when I, I wrote that song, I think in two thousand and seven i wrote yeah, two thousand and seven, and then when we actually it was it you know what all roads really lead back to shaka Khan, but in When it comes to music and production and stuff like that, and and really um, inspiration, a lot of times roads lead back to your wife. Uh, Check this out. So this song, obviously, I I wrote about Cheryl and I, right? And this was prior to the laws being changed and everything. And we we did the song, and then we did a couple of um, shows, and, you know, the song started getting a little popular as the, you know, the the cry for marriage equality became louder. And so we started using that song and I had um, shared the song with your wife. I didn't know her. This is how, this is how we really met, met. I mean, there was one time as a fan, I saw her at a Liberty game high and I took a picture, you know, whatever, but that was then right. But then after this song, I, I sent it to her on Facebook, and I was like, please listen to my song. Let me know. How you Because know. I had heard that she might be one of the celebrities or people who might like it. So I was sending it to everybody at that time. And she wrote back, and she responded with, oh, my God. Oh, because we did the, the music video. I didn't just send her the song. So I sent her the music video to go along with it, and she, she watched it. And she actually got back to me, and she was like, oh, my God, that song, she said, that made me cry. Do you mind? And now that I know Mo, I have to say she's a waterhead, like I am. We we just, <laughs> now that I know her, know her, all right, she cried. I would have cried, too, had I been her. But that, we share that. But anyway, um, can I share it with my friends? And I was like, share it with Everybody you know, you know, that was, and, and that was, when I say musically, like, or, or when it comes to this career, some kind of way, it it always ends up like, okay, so the video, she was the first person, one of the first people I sent it to, Um, then from this song came and the, the video and then the concert, the marriage equality concert, it was, remember, if you remember, it was the Waiting All My Life marriage equality concert. She was the first artist that I went to. First artist that came to mind. It's got to be Monifa on the show. She did it. I, and, and really, I had gotten in touch with her people um, just to find out initially how much and all this other stuff. And then... Um, I, I didn't have my ducks in a row and I said I'm gonna get this together and I'm coming back and when I when I come back I'm coming back from Onifa and and I did that and then when when I started with the, the show with the radio show, the podcast, she's one of the first people I was targeting. And now look who my co hostess is. It's you. I'm just saying. And I mean it it, when people let me just let me just say this, and then I'm going to shut up for a minute, but when people are supposed to be in your life, when a, a thing is supposed to happen, you know th- you even even you yourself can't mess it up because it's it's what's supposed to happen
2: Well, you can mess it up by not being um and, and I hate this word, but it, it it's in it's in context. Uh, obedient to whatever you're wanting. No, that's
1: true. That's true. That's true. And, but I think you can, you can also delay your own process. I think there are some things that I was supposed to do, I've always been calling to do, and I've gotten in my own way, which I think you're, you're alluding to. Um, and then it always circles back to right where we are and right where, where, where I'm supposed to be, where we're supposed to be. I love you, man. I just I love you to pieces.
2: I love you back. Know this, man. Know
1: this. Yeah. So today's let's not. How how was your week? Let's talk about your week.
2: Uh, Okay. Well, considering it's only Wednesday, you know. um, (laughs) But you know, you know, I I just this space that you know, it's just I don't take anything for granted, and I have I have um had to come to terms with, that I just don't have it for the BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, you know, they feel the same way. I just don't have it. So it's like I have patience for understanding, cooperation, mm-hmm. gentleness, being gentle with not only my spirit with others, but I just don't have it for the bullshit. You know, I don't have it for the, the arrested development stuff. You know what I mean? Like I think that, um, you know, you know how you say, okay, maybe I should say it this way too. You know how I, I, was, I was raised by seniors, you know, you know my, my grandmother, my, my great aunts were very much a part of my life. My mother made sure of that. And they were actually super cool, you know, all of them fabulous in their own right. But when I met them, they were seniors real singers, right? They did things at a slower pace, you know, and they made you just, you know, kind of, I think that's where I get my storytelling piece from them because they always had a situation you related to. Either that or I should have been a minister, but not. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I say that to say it's like, um, they would say things to me like um, just, just so many, so many valuable jewels that all related to really making sure that you don't take your time for granted, you know? And when you get a certain point, you know that you can't really tell anybody, not that they can't learn anything, but 80-year-olds, they've earned the right to say what the hell they want to say. Now, that's why I love your grandmother, because your grandmother is how old for the people?
1: She's 99 for the people, but she's been talking like that since she was nine.
2: (laughs) and been in some spaces and at this point in the game, like she earns the right to say what the hell she she wants to say. So, you know, like if people you know, they, you know I I see a duck sometimes when grandma comes, you know, with, with her with her stuff, but I absolutely love it, you know. And I just um I'm just in a space, man. I'm in a space this whole time right now and it's very, very, very um necessary. But boy, the the levels of layers that it peels through on a daily basis is is astonishing. Like this is like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's, It's a lot, you know, and I know that it's palpable, you know, and you don't know and you got people scrambling to know and then, you know, just it's a lot, you know, and it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of grief. And I'm super excited, um, today to have, um, someone who, uh, Understands what grief is and, and and has had her own journey um, with it and um, man we go back some disrespectful amount of years <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
2: um, and I'm I'm super excited because you know there are a lot of folks that you know just like in our themes for Wednesdays have been very um, for the people in a holistic kind of way a healing yeah. yeah. And uh, she does this, she has this gift called voice, first of all, mm. and separate from that, what she's doing, because, you know, music heals, you know. Absolutely. What sounds, we're going to drill down on sound today and what that does um, to, to move grief, you know, particularly, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to peel that onion, Pop. I'm yeah. Gonna <laughs> onion. <laughs> we're going to get all of through the week with, with Miss Gina Breedlove. Um, a little later on, she comes on at and uh, about another forty five minutes or so and um, you know, I thought of just having a very scooby doo while uh, you know that the boy stays up in here when she talks to you that alone you know that's very soothing would, yeah, do it for a lot of people. but
1: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna lean back though out of respect <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm gonna lean
1: back, <laughs> you know.
2: because you know you've experienced a great deal of your own.
1: too much you know? I, I think speaking of disrespectful, i think the amount of grief death um the mourning i i i know that there's been there have been a lot of years that I've been fortunate enough to th- to go a year or two and not lose anyone um maybe maybe i i didn't get my quota enough as a child i i don't know but what has gone on from july to the present day it's um it's it, my heart is just broken but there's something and i was listening to one of uh miss Breed love songs. Excuse me? That was me? That
2: was you echoing. I'm trying
1: to Oh no, I don't sound sexy enough. Let me try this again.
2: <laughs>
1: I have to work on that. I'm gonna have to work on the silky smooth, you know what I'm saying? Like uh Yeah, but um it's just been a lot that I've I've experienced more death in the last since since July. Since my dad passed away in July, um, it's just been one after another and and the way um you know it's been it's been so much that I haven't been able to mourn people individually um, my cousin that I grew up with like a sister then her her father right away and then some colleagues coworkers man i mean you know these are still people you you know what i'm saying and you can't even and then um ministers from churches that i used to go with, go to before and but i know these people they've always been good and supportive matter of fact when that song first came out these are people who some of the people who have recently passed are people that circled around me and Cheryl and supported and and took CDs and went out and sold them for us. You know what I'm saying? They were the first ones to volunteer, to assist at some of the concerts that I promoted. Um, They're gone. It's a COVID thing. And then you can't even go to their funerals. You have to look on Facebook. It's like you can't show your respect. I mean, one thing after another, one person after another. And then – What's even, I don't know if you recall when my dad um, passed away, then my stepmother, well, right before, as he was passing, my stepmother went missing for a while and we were going all over the place looking for her. I was driving around in the Bronx looking like I'm going to find her. Just craziness, just all that kind of insanity. Thank God we found her, but now she passed away. And then it took a month for us to be able to bury her. Mm-hmm. Like, how disrespectful is that? It's just at first it took two weeks for them to, to be able to give us a date for the funeral and then it was another month. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Whatever at the time. It's just it's just been a lot. So um it also depends on the time that she
2: passed during this whole COVID situation. You know, I think they're getting um Somewhat better, but initially, yeah, in the it was just hitting us too hard and too heavy. Well, you well, let
1: me tell you this. She all right? So she passed away May ninth. Yesterday was June ninth, and yesterday we entombed her body. Okay. Right. So it may be getting better because I mean, but her body has been sitting in a in a not even in the morgue in a funeral parlor because we had the funeral like two weeks ago. So we've just been waiting to put her away. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. I, yeah.
1: And then they said, do you want to look at her again? No, I don't. Even though, you know, my stepsister people did want to see her. I, I, I respect that. But let me, let me, I, I can't, I just can't. And then on the way home, I get re-ended again. Like 2020 has been disrespectful.
2: Disrespectful. 2020. I mean, you know, it's like You know, I remember 2020. You had so much hope, so much promise in 2019. But as soon as the clock struck 12, it has become one contagious catastrophe after another catastrophe. You know, um, I, I don't. You know, first of all, just again, let me let me send you a huge hug. I feel it. And condolences on that, you know. And, and you know, I just um, yeah, it gets a huge middle finger. Yes, Asa, I, I agree with you. You know, it's like a huge, huge middle finger from just back to back. I don't think we've missed a month where we haven't had something major happen. And then this jackass Jenkins in the, in the <laughs> jackass what Jenkins. I hope, what I hope they do is paint that house because symbolically, just the idea of calling it a White House is just. At this point, everything was on, everything white was on my nerves. I just, just, you know, I didn't want to drink out of my mug because it was white today. So, you know, um, no, I don't mean that seriously for anybody listening. I just, I just said that that's what it immediately takes you to because you're just so overwhelmed with just stuff, you know. But, you know, I want to, I want to say this too. And I'm going to give myself a break because I have to learn how to do some breaks. You know, that's what I've been doing lately, putting in putting in stops just so I can breathe and kind of recalibrate. I was watching the um, funeral service for George Floyd, right? And Reverend Sharpton said something so profound that I would just like everybody, and this is my takeaway from it. So I'm going to redact. Cause he said a lot of profound things at the at the funeral, but the one thing that he said is that if you want people to understand the magnitude or the impact, because, you know, what you hear a lot of people saying is that, you know, you weren't a slave and none of your, nobody you know was a slave. You only heard about your ancestors and we're here. We're not enslaving you. But what Reverend Sharpton said at that funeral floored me. What he shared was that we as black people, are reminded every single day that we sign our names on anything because every single one of our last names comes from a slave owner. Mm. Every single one, you know, for all the, the, the Smiths and the Williams and the Robinsons and the Harris and all of those are slave owners' names that we still carry. And you may, oh, that's my father's last. And, no, that's not your father. That is the, the, the last name of the slave master who owned your people, mm-hmm. the last name you had, and we've carried that, and carried that, and carried that to the point where this is you get it?
1: Oh, I get it. I get it.
2: We, we, are, we, are, we are always somehow branded in being connected as chattel in this country. You know, I remember when I was Doing a lot of modeling at one point, and um, for other reasons, I never used my last name professionally. I only use my first and my middle name professionally. And in some arenas, I still do, you know. But I never connected it in the way that he explained it. Now, he talked about it, and I invite you to go back because the funeral is on YouTube. Um, you can go and watch it. But when he gets to that part, he starts talking about. Finding his own roots and his and, and um, visiting a place—I forget exactly where he went—but um, because I was so distracted in my own head processing that, um, it was probably re- it was really prolific for it to land that way. We um, you know, we can't escape it because we all, you know, the Carters and the whatever it is, this slave name, you know, and it's 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 just that we will never disconnect from what has been done to us, you know. So when you Talk about that. Like, we still wear that branding every day by virtue of the fact that we have a name, you know. Um, and that's all I want to say about that because that in and of itself is depressing. I got to move some grief about that shit in my body. You know, I just, I, I don't know, you know. Where it lands, you know, you get backaches and all kinds of things going on. And I just, um, uh, I don't know what we're going to do about it, Jay. But um, I know that we got to do something or not really our lifetime. I'm glad I'm I'm getting to see it in my lifetime. I'm really, really excited about the breaking up of all of this construct, you know. Um, The mayor of of D.C., while it was amazing for her to have that street name, Black Lives Matter, I just hope she knows that when she's... um, sending all that money to the prisons the way she is, and uh, <laughs> building all the prisons the way she is, and be, and, and, and uh, gentrifying all those neighborhoods the way she is, and, you know, all of that stuff. I hope it all comes along with that, you know, but she's playing hard for politics over there, too. I just hope it kind of hit her spirit in a different way, because they're building new prisons, as we speak, and those conditions over there are quite deplorable, you know, so... I'm just looking at every gift horse right now um, because I think I'm praying that a lot of uh, these uh, would-be good doers, whether they're in our suit or not, you know, in our skin or not, Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. doing what's necessary. I don't want to be distracted by the visuals. I want to see real changes. I want to see real situations. I want to see real actionable items. And I know it's going to be messy. But I need to see that. You can't, you can't give me a yellow brick road and, and abuse me. Sorry, keep all, but I want some little non-offenders out. I want to see our rates of, uh, because it is, as we know, prison is nothing but institutionalized slavery. And there are many corporations that invest in those prisons so they can get their products done cheaper. And mind you, if the same inmate got out and gave you a resume, you wouldn't hire Mm. You can use the while you up, can't you? Yeah. You, know, say you don't find a way every time to keep disproportionately black and brown people in prison. So, when we start looking at that and that, that whole reform, that, that whole thing, and, and gutting that up from the because that, that's the new slavery game. You know, we know games change, you know. It's new slavery game. We got to make sure that we don't do things to end up there and disproportionately they stop bringing us there. And start locally. Let's rip this apart from the scene. Locally all the way up to the set Let's change those terms. Get those people off the benches. Yes, I say it every week and I'm going to say it every week as long as i got breath in my body. Change the system from the ground up. All the people not doing us any good sitting in there with lifetime terms on the Supreme Court. Get them out of there. Clean it out. Clean out the gums. Clarence Thomas in his bed. Couple Night, night, Clarence. Night, night. Oh, <clears throat> Excuse <me>. I'm back. <sighs> yeah, I'm
1: glad we're having you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Good. I'm I'm glad that you're speaking your truth speaking your mind and speaking your heart and speaking your spirit. You know? I want to I just want to say something that um a few years back and this is interesting and this is before my current boss was my boss. But I think she was in the process of becoming my boss. Um we used to have Black History Month and she would kind of lead it, guide it. We kind of related on that level there. And she asked me if I would speak, address new staff for Black History Month. So my the staff, now mind you, I work on Staten Island. And so yeah, it's a very diverse staff. Um and the majority of the staff are not black. I'll say that. Okay. But so I always phrase it this way, I don't mean to be offensive to anyone, but there's a few raisins in the milk. And so I I was very um intentional to speak to those who looked like me that day? Because I'm hardly, I'm rarely asked to stand up and speak about something that's not policy-driven, or something that could be perceived as political or my personal opinion. Personal opinions are not welcome to where I work. <laughs> so let me just say this: one thing I stressed, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I do remember saying that. We have subtle and sometimes not so subtle reminders that our ancestors in this country were slaves. And people who look like us, who come from other nations, look down on us and believe what they've heard and what they've seen in terms of the media, the the media's portrayal of us as lazy and so forth and so on. And they may come here as immigrants and they may be privy to things that you and I are not privy to in terms of grants and different ways that they are helped, that we, we don't get that. There's a perception that the majority of us are on welfare, and we know that not to be true. Right? One time because when I was younger my grandmother used to tell me that I was militant and that I could go back to Africa if I wanted to but they didn't want me there. <laughs> my grandmother, right? That you love so much. I love her too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> she said, and, but she wasn't wrong when she said that. My feelings were hurt. I was like, with my people, she was like they don't want you there. But when I got the opportunity, and I don't mean to be offensive to anyone, this is my experience. I got the opportunity to work with a large number of people from Nigeria. And I found it to be true that they didn't want me there. (laughs) Okay, And what, what was said to me specifically, and I will never forget this, and this was in the 90s, probably about 93, was said to me, That you just don't like us because we sold our weaker brother. That's what was said to me. That I didn't like them, the Nigerians, because they sold their weaker brothers. I
0: don't
1: understand. In other words, yeah, well, I understood exactly what he meant because what he was trying to say was that my ancestors were the weaker siblings to his ancestors. You see what I'm saying? Now, at the time, there was an older gentleman who worked with us, and he was from Nigeria, too. His work was very slow, and he was very, he was just bad at his job, but he was an older guy, you know. But they all took care of him, all of the Nigerians. They they helped him, you know. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I can tell by the way you take care of him that it's not in your nature to sell your weaker brother. You, you rally around him. Yours were the weaker ones who sold out their brothers, you see. You see, because no weak person could endure what our ancestors endured here. No weak tribe of people could have not only endured and survived the slavery, the it, just the things that we know happened, but there were things that happened that we will never know that really happened to our ancestors here on this land. These people were wicked that enslaved our people, but whatever they did, we survived it, owned, quote-unquote, Wall Street, burnt down, it got torn down, we were Frightened and afraid and and beaten and scared and tortured and intimidated and still, and still, ain't nothing weak in that. This is, we are powerful people of, of powerful ancestry. That shit runs through our veins, our body. Let me tell you, the stuff that I went through since July, all right, and even before that, with all the car accidents, I mean, come on now. I should woo, I should be loopy, <laughs> but I'm still here, but the stuff that that I've been through, that my family's been through, that you've been through, that we've all been through, even just going to Macy's and being followed around, that could mess with your head, you know, but we are from a very strong stock of people who survived some of the most brutal and and horrifying experiences known to man and yet we rise and yet we rise we keep rising we keep we keep going strong a lot of brothers come out of prison and have a hard time but some come out write books write plays live have families they're strong man they try to break you in that place they try to break you
2: it won, that's, the, that's the epitome of institutionalism. Yeah. That's why, you know, when, when uh, if we really start from a, a socioeconomic standpoint, we can have businesses that can employ and put the brothers back on their feet so that they are not discouraged, you know, and, and the idea is just to make it so that the prisons can't, don't exist to that degree. Yeah. You know, we know the sentencing is not, uh, it's not in anybody's favor. You know, our access to care and services across this country is really garbage.
1: And know? it is time. You're right. It is time to clear the benches and put some different judges. But, see, that's why McConnell is trying to fill up all the – he don't care about nothing but filling those those seats in the – you know, trying to ensure that that, that modern-day slavery continues.
2: I mean, he's got a stake in it.
1: Absolutely. Because
2: outside of the power that he feels, what other power does he have? He's not magical. You know what I mean? He really, he really isn't. That's why he needs to go, and we need to vote folks out from the floor. And we also need to do. We also need to get together and and uh, pull pull money and resources and things together so we can start the businesses and and redesign it. Redesign it. Yeah. It's not gonna, we're not. We're not, we know that this is not going to change without a fight. The question is what kind of fight? And see if you want to beat the oppressor at the game that they do because it's all about dollars and cents, really you know really and and, and people being angry and, and setting up stuff like this whole the whole system of policing is, is still similar to patty rollers, that's what my, my great aunt used to call them because her mom, you know. All of that to say, she used to say to us, you know, things like she remembers what they called the patty was coming by and how you had to act and how you had to be.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And at the end of the day, it's not much different now. You know, they police certain neighborhoods, but they're not policing the people. They're policing the property, you know, so they can clear it out, basically. Same situation, and they learn things that they've get, gotten away with. The momentum is a is a is a motherfucker. Because you got momentum on killing folks, it's like a snowball rolling down the hill. It's like what, what? We've been getting away with it. What, 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 what? What's the matter? You know? And we need to dismantle that police benevolence association across the USA and even other places too. Because they just, you know, you got people that just don't um, deserve to serve or protect the people. And they forget, they are civil servants. And eventually, if we stop paying taxes in those areas, it would make a difference. You know? Yeah, well,
1: first of all, they don't they don't realize that they're servants.
2: No.
1: That's the operative word there.
2: are to think, you know? But the reality is, taxpayer dollars pay them. And anybody that's a taxpayer pays their salary. That's, yep. That's the truth. the departments to pay, period. You know, and, and there's a large fund, tremendous fund. Now, you heard me talk about this before on the show, where, because you guys did do housing. And you know, in housing, you have to you have to maintain an occupancy rate, you know. And generally the occupancy rate is ninety-five percent in order to keep your funding. Okay, y'all following me? So you're doing housing and you have to keep ninety-five percent of your occupancy rate there. That other five percent you can play with, but you gotta keep ninety-five households in check. I don't care what kind of contracts you're managing. That being said, You get paid for that, you know, and then they break down the percentages. Well, the prison system isn't much different. The state pays the city, I don't care where you go, to fill their prison because they have to keep a 95% occupancy rate in their prison. And where do you think the state is getting them from? If the city has to pick them up off the street to help the senses of the state population. See, it all works like this. It's the state, I'm sorry, the city, the state, the fed. That's it. So when the state needs something in terms of institutionalized labor, they're going to say to the city, hey, 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 there's a MOI in place for every prison you got going. And the private prisons work that way particularly. They say to the state, yeah, I'll build here and I'll give your state thousands and millions upon millions of dollars and, you know, and the corporations can come invest. But you got to get me people to fill them because who we going to have in the workforce? Absolutely. So you're right. You're right. We'll go get them from the street. Guess where they're coming? they damn sure ain't going to Beverly Hills for them. So they come down. They give us disproportionate sentences. They start doing extra policing because what they're only answering to a number that they mean to occupy and keep those contracts intact, 95% occupancy rate in the prison. So that's why they have it. And the reality is institutionalized labor ain't nothing but modern-day slavery, and we need to dismantle that.
1: Exactly. The
2: corporations, the same one that the prisoners are working for now, and I invite you all to Google it if you don't believe me. Google how many corporations. You see, now you may have to peel a couple of layers in that because they really don't want you to know that corporations like I may just want to do a shout out next week. That's what I'll do.
1: That would be that would be excellent, Res, like have some lists and yeah. let's start let's start blowing people up, man. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm gonna let you guys know that how many corporations that you guys may patronize anyway that actually are that are invested in these prisons they have the prisoners making things like your drawers and your, your your good good clothing and your sneakers and all kinds of stuff. All these corporations that they have and all these people connected to these private prisons. I don't really want to know that. I bet you stop lining up outside of Nike for one. Oops, hold on, let me just take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. That's true. That's true. Also, but you know what you know what the worst the worst thing is, Rez? The the worst thing, the worst prison. The worst organizational structure brings down a people is the prison of the mind of the individual who is oppressed. Because the moment they said people could go outside, they lined up for those Nikes like they were lining up for water. It was horrendous. What I, I I experienced that as another thing to mourn, a sore point. Another thing that made me really sad. But you know what? I think both of us, you and I, in this moment, should listen to a song. By Ms. Gina Breedlove, a song called "Breathe." How about that? Let's 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 take a breath. Let's let's, let 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 the healing begin. Mm. Beautiful. Just beautiful.
2: Nice.
1: When Pops came up with the list, which <laughs> it it's a struggle. Okay. Do I do I breathe? Do I let this song do what it's doing? Or do I look at this list and say, you know, I give somebody my money and but breathe, but everything. but you know, no,
2: listen. You like, you know, thank you. You know, we have the best Thank you, you Pops. <laughs>
1: Can can we give can we give Pops a, a hand a hand clap? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to do that.
2: Our producer, our friends, are our, our just overall love muffin. And no sooner than we're talking about something is he gonna put some of the stuff up that we were talking about. So here are some companies, just a few, just some the ladies right here, just so that y'all can check them out and understand how many companies have invested in prison systems that, and this is how corporations get down. So we may want to think as a people of how much further we want to utilize these services and we may want to start a movement to get these companies all the way together. around and give us a slogan about all Black Lives Matter, or whatever they want to say, how much it really matters, because it doesn't make dollars of sense. Right now, we don't want this trendy. So, let's read, let's read up a couple of them, shall we, Jay?
1: All right, let's do it. Go ahead, you start.
2: All right. American Express Company. Bank of America. J.P. Morgan Chase Company. All state those bastards. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tyco. <laughs> Mobile
1: Corporation, BP America, Johnson and Johnson, Sarah Lee. There goes my
2: apple pie. God damn it! Procter and Gamble. Jay,
1: <sighs> Sprint. I've been having trouble with them anyway. AT and T, Verizon Communications, United Airlines, Wendy's, McDonald's Corporation, Fruit of the Loom, Mary Kay Cosmetics, and Sisters. Y'all don't, y'all don't need none of that stuff anyway. Y'all fine just the way you are. You know that, that, that stuff ain't for you. Walmart stores and Microsoft. Um, you know what? I was What just came to my mind is we should write to or reach out to, and we'll have a production meeting afterwards to figure out um, how we could best do this but we need to contact their public relations people and see who we could get on this show out of all of these companies let's see who we can get on this show and if we can't get any any of them we boycott all of them but you know what i'm saying i want to i i I want yeah and i want them to have an opportunity to explain themselves i believe in that you know
2: To understand about them funding and, and investing in prison
1: no i want I want to hear them say it I want to hear them say it i you you bad, you do that's what you do. Why do you do that? talk to me, I want to hear it tell me okay. make me make me even more upset and give me some righteous indignation That's all i'm saying
2: I've, been, I've just been trying to in this old frame of mine because you know I, I just feel like I, you know I don't want to be froggy. I mean there's nothing they can do explain, but I think that the people need to know because when we run there investing these things, you know, and I am looking at the list, and I
1: see some of my patronizing. Yeah, and, and I mean, Missy to start
2: shifting up some stuff and making them understand that, you know, unless you change and get rid of these prisons that y'all
1: investing in, you know. And and that's that's what I'm talking about, Rez. Look, people
2: sending the signal to the cops. They need bodies, baby.
1: People people are listening right now. Okay? people are backpedaling right now and some people some people may not all because some of them are some cocky you know don't give a you know hey do you but some you don't know may we may be able to reach some because one of them somebody might have a heart out of 10 maybe one out of out of ten, maybe none. Out of twenty, maybe one. But you know, I'm I'm not them. I'm not gonna look at you, you millionaire. You're on the list. You're cut off. I'm not gonna do them the way they do me. Until okay, I tried to reach out. Goodbye. I mean, I ain't gonna be like reaching out. Please, please, please. That's not me either. It's like okay, here's an opportunity. You know, to to speak to us, address us. To, to, let, let, let's talk about it, and 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 what are your plans? Because now it's clear that you know that you're hurting people. You're hurting people. You're not. you and not to say that they didn't know before. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying. I, come on now, Rez. Come on now. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying now is, if you're never, if you're never pulled, if you're never. But but no, we don't want them we don't want them raping and pillaging anybody's. You know, let's do the right thing. Look, look. I was get I was getting my my locks Ungrayed today, right? And I was at the people's house, right? I was at my my home with her beautiful little 5-year-old boy. Somehow, while she was doing my locks and she wasn't looking at him, he managed to dial nine one one, and he handed her the phone. He said, "Mommy, somebody called you, right?" She said, "What?" "Yes, I live at such and such an address. I believe it was one of my children. It was my baby. You can come and see him, and he'll, you can even take him if you must, because you know whatever." My point: He's five years old, true, but. He he would have kept messing with that phone had it not rang back and he got busted. What, what, Pop saying?
2: You know it's Pop, right? Yeah, I know it's
1: Pop. I can see your face. You know it's pop, right? I, I can see your face. Go ahead.
2: Corporal corporations make huge profits off prison. It costs an average of $23,876 annually. To house a state prisoner, you can do—you can send somebody to college for that.
1: And they can't pay people more than fifteen dollars an hour. Go ahead.
2: Okay. To save money, cash-strapped states, aka U.S. the taxpayers, pay companies to deal with their prisoners. Make money by. running prisons as cheaply as possible by squeezing the prisoners and their family for the basic necessity and needs. Now we know this is true because how many of y'all out there have sent somebody commissary or you know trying to keep money on the books. They should mm-hmm. have some money in the money on the books because they get paid to have the needs, the basic needs met. Okay? Right, right. a Result are a seventy billion dollar industry. And we digress. Bank BOA, JP Morgan Chase, Amex, Allstate, GEICO, Exxon, Johnson & Johnson, all of those things. Yeah, we got that. Yes, Misty. Yes. It is the truth. It is the truth. Yes. So, you know, and, and when, we, when we think about economic or collective economic, I don't even know why my tongue went to roll around that word, collective economics. That's what I'm trying to say. We also have to think about prisons. Absolutely. That's why the police are behaving the way they do and why it has gone unlooked the way it has, because they're doing a job. It's an unspoken job, but there's a bigger picture, because they need bodies to help fund their prisons. They got to keep that occupancy rate at 95%, or they do not get funded by the state. You understand?
1: Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. 100. 100%. I'm what I'm saying is I, I want I want one of their faces on this show one of them some representative some little half paid person to explain or something. And what I would really like is you know, I mean guess best case scenario, what would you like? What what would you like?
2: What, what I- somebody, I want to have, I want to get somebody to serve time in a prison. Um, Anybody know anybody out there that has served time, that wants to tell their story, that will share with us some of the things and products that they saw, that they, if they worked in various areas or industries, that was in the prison system, you know, because they'll have them working, you know, you can get assignments in there. Not necessarily a whistleblower, just somebody about telling them, telling um, us about their experience inside. And then we could know what, what they were doing. Like, you know, once upon a time, you know, it used to be a thing with making license plates.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that was big. That was the well, thing. That's
2: truth. and that's the state of wherever you live is making the license plates from making the prisoners work inside and do it. You know, because they're not paying anybody on the outside any real wages to do it, and they give them what five cents a plate, something like that. But
1: okay, you know? so so my, my my actual question was, what would you like to see in terms of change? You would like to see all prisons abolished, or...
2: Um, no, I think, I think we have to have... Um, I think that I would like to not make it... Two things I could see off the top of my head. I think that I would like the sentencing changed and it to be fair across the board. A few things, rather. That's one of them. I'd like um, the prisons to be brought to a humane um, um, system that can house people... Educate people so that when they get out, the world is not 20 years ahead of them because you're going to make somebody throw a brick if you can't catch up. I think they need to continue to be educated and things like that if, if they're in there. I think the sentencing laws need to change, one. I think that corporations don't need to be involved in prisons at all because when you get somebody making money off people inside, you know, that, that changes the game. I think that each state should fund the prison but not via corporation. I don't think they should be privatized because you don't know what's going on behind those gates. As we know, when things are privatized, we've got prisons right now, as we speak, that housing inmates under very, very inhumane conditions.
1: Absolutely.
2: Real talk, you know, real talk. And 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 it it's just it just is. You know, and and someone and and they're not reformatory. We know that. You know, but they possibly need to be. There are other ways to to um, educate and and assist someone to reform them from whatever they did but you know we got to correct the social ills of this world to be able to do it anyway i'm still I'm, I'm i need some i need some healing
1: yeah which which it's time for that and so what i'm going to do you know i like to for those guests that we have that um have beautiful voices and who have given us music i like to introduce them bring them on while one of their songs is playing and thusly I am excited to play hmm I have a couple of great songs here but you specifically you specifically asked for this song and therefore I am going to play Free to Be Me. Thanks. You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio in the basement with Javon and Therese and the lovely Miss Gina Brelo. <laughs> You don't love life <laughs> <laughs> changing healing voice.
2: So for everybody tuning in, let me just give you some of this, this illustrious bio right now, because we about to peel this onion, like I told you. Gina going Love, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, you know, and, and um, like I said before you came on, G, you know, um, we go back like, um, uh, like seats. So, <laughs> you know, given, given that, I just want to um put this in context before we get Going and but welcome, welcome to the basement with Javon and Teresa.
1: Welcome. And
2: I want to introduce you to my co host with the Moses. That's Javon over there, and and she's happy to see you. And for a couple very. Reasons, <laughs> well, for those of you listening out there, yes, her voice is healing. I get it. Thank you. Gymbry um, Love is a vocalist, composer, actor, and sound healer. Hails from Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. New York, okay? And she began singing when she was nine years old as Pentecostal. Pentecostal church? Wow. Holy Roman Baptist Church. Okay. Okay. All right. And she's done a lot of tours with a lot of amazing, incredible artists. Um, One particularly is Harry and She also was a part of the, the inaugural cast of The Lion King. She played the role of Sarabi. Okay, she was the first one ever and did so very graciously on the ad All right. Presently she's on tour with what she calls folk soul and has some music out herself. All right. So Medicine woman, we want to we want to peel the, the layers back on that. And two of her pieces that you guys can go get um, the CDs are actually called Open Heart and the Language of Light, and they're available everywhere you can find CDs now. So we're gonna we're gonna circle back on those two pieces because as we play G this is a just to let you know. Station is um, uh, well, Javon. You know what? Why don't, why don't you you help in that area? You know. Um, Hmm. One of the things because we're we're diehard music fans here, you know, like crate diggers. So technically, anything that we play on the show, if you have um, uh, publishing, you get it still. So it's important, and we don't do top forty. So it helps, you know, a lot of artists with original with original pieces. Can you hear me okay? Am I coming through? Yeah. Okay. Perfect.
1: My question Perfect. is, can you can you ladies hear me?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Okay, All right. because for some reason I got kicked out of I got kicked out of the headset and I don't think my mic is working. I think it's going through the computer now, so we'll just whatever.
2: I got you though. I
1: got you. <laughs> Good. Right. Good enough.
2: Are so, you going to join this conversation, Devon? You're not going back away from the grief. <sighs> I'm just letting you know that right now. So tell us about sound healing. What is that for the people that you know need to understand, and how is that necessary? in the work that you do, moving grief? You know, sound healing um, is myriad things, right? It could be um, that song that elicits a feeling from you. Um, it could be the drum that uh, creates um, an opportunity in your body to move. Um, and um, it's didger-do. It's, um, it's the intentional use of any sound. Uh, for the purposes of creating ease and spaciousness in the body, right? Okay. And so, um, as it comes to my office, I use my voice, uh, chiefly, and I teach other folks how to use their voices and service to wellness. mm mm-hmm. And what does that what does that look like? You know, um, for my I do circles and I do private work, and
0: so the um, one-on-one work with folks, I. <laughs>
1: Do you mind?
2: Yes. Did you change something real fast?
1: I couldn't hear. No, say say it again, please. Okay, you
2: got it. Okay. Okay. Um, sound waves in the is to disrupt cancer cells. And, mm-hmm. and, so, um, and, it's, and it's been, um, you know, um, there's just like so much there's that you need to go to around the medicine and the power and the potency of mm-hmm. uh, my connection to sound gives me a little bit to it. And so, Mm-hmm. I a weren't invited, but they thought it was some kind of music along, but so mm-hmm. I got home training, there's like people in Canada's late, mm-hmm. and at, at the, the, the party, just one of the women was in um, college, and um, everybody had left, my daughter was in there, um, and I remember feeling so mm-hmm. much, because I didn't know if I could leave my house, mm-hmm. right, and i like, I'm sorry you're a pain, and I don't know if I'm going to break me, mm-hmm. right. um, mm-hmm. but then my spirit. So oh, I asked your permission mm-hmm. and I started down and I began to see. Now where uh, I find all of them, um, wherever I go, like, and you know I'm down. I'm talking to my own body too. Um, soaring in the body. That's that's. I'm glad you landed there. I really am glad you landed there because um, grief. We, we you know i do not have to tell you. You know, and, and and let me apologize because first, what we generally do is ask folks, "How are you?" You know, "How you doing?" "How you doing?" <laughs> you know. Man. And, um, and it's been the key caremans and key caremans to the preparedness mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so um, I'm, I'm just I am. yeah. And right now, I'm booked out to the and working necessary because we need it. Yeah, let's talk about that need. You know, um, we are living in a time you that know, is certainly unfamiliar. You, know, you know, I feel like a fish out of water. And like I'm telling Javon, you know, uh, daily you just don't know what you're riding, what way, and, you know, and then, you know, I'm working from home now, and working with others and interfacing with others and ways of things that you're going through and what's going on in the world feels like this, you know? And it's helpful to me to get up early, as I like to do, and just be still, you know? Just be still, quiet, like, no noise, nothing. I'm able to focus and then come back. But it's a current out here now. Would you say? Do you feel any of that? I mean, I know that you've that the environmental thing, but the current. I feel it in the middle of the night. And and all the and the <laughs> like, soundness of course, eat, but, uh, you know, and Like like and like statements, like statements the people are Um Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Javon shared openly That, um, that she's um, lost a lot of people In a very short period of time And she talked about that I mean just yesterday And I'm not putting you out Javon I'm just, you it's know okay. what talking for. I don't know what, at what point you tuned in But um, mm-hmm. I've been really grateful to take this journey to Oh mm-hmm. That's so me have kind of pulled you in earlier. Then you try to give folks to break, so you know, because I know that everybody's experiencing a lot of, um, a lot of screen time. So we try to reduce it to an hour. you know. But um, you know, grief in the body, and where you we landed someplace before, where you talked about grief in the body. And what advice? And I know that you know that may be the wrong word, so I'm, I'm I need your help here, okay? What can you do for people that are trying to. Relieve their body of some of grief. I know it's a process, but you know it is. It is indeed. And um, but I heard a terminology recently that I really love, which was a, a listening partnership. You know, listening partners um, because we're moving away from advice, right? And and thoughts. Oh, awesome. And so I can absolutely share practices um, and acknowledge and, and honor that because. You know, like you, you so powerfully um, shared um, talking about the eulogy, as um, as eulogized by Al and talking about our names, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, our names, our lineage, our line, our connection, our our knowing of our self, ourselves, and we've done incredible, mm-hmm. gorgeously well. You know, I'm so in awe of Black people and Black joy and the this is black joy. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> amazing thing ever to me. Like you know that still after all of these years, we're not like ganging up in posse, talking about revenge. We're talking about like, equality and equanimity and love. You know we are a people, right? Mm-hmm. We're a people. Um, but other things that were taken from us, right? Were our practices, our rituals, mm-hmm. our sensuality, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Um, and so, our ancestor worship, which, of course, like, there's been um, 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 some such reclamation there. but mm-hmm. um, I've seen a lot of reclamation around how to move grief, rituals to move grief, right? And there are, in our lives, practices to move grief, because grief, like joy, is the movement of it, like touch, is essential mm-hmm. for the body to thrive. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so... Um, we stuff it, we move it around like it's, you know, like it's a hot stone. We put it here, we put it there. It gets caught in the throat. It becomes like the weight of the unsaid. Mm-hmm. We keep following the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so sound is just one um, practice, right? Using the sound of your voice to only when you get to. Um, humming is a beautiful tool. Um, songs are lovely, but sometimes we get caught in lyrics. And so the lyric will dictate where our thoughts are, right? But if we start with um a hum, you know, and just a low hum, humming to ourselves when we have a quiet moment. Humming and moving our sound around, like breathing and directing our sound into our body, And seeing and being curious about what the review is. Um, we, we absolutely have to stop. We have to pause. We've to the um, in a righteous way, right? Sometimes we just get so full, we just explode. Um, but uh, to be uh, more service to the body, creating time, mm-hmm. creating that hour. It's not just an hour. You deserve an hour of your own attention to time. And um, to sit quietly with yourself and to come, you know, and allow old and to try. and to be curious about what more you will find that there are things hewing up for your attention, right? It is honorable. It's honoring the grief for the passage of the love. Right? And so um, invoking that person, like bringing them to mind, and um, finding where that is lodged in the body the grief. is missing. And then allowing it to flow out of the love. Um, we are so terrified of losing grief. There's a feeling like it's inexhaustible or that we'll die right? Mm-hmm. And um, flourishes because of grief, right? By mm-hmm. And you know you're really happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is also another way to break that, mm-hmm. to break that spell, to break the narrative, you know, to break that connection mm-hmm. um, that we have to use for our wallet. We really need to You know, and it's and it is a long, it can be a longer conversation, but these are some places of points of entry, mm-hmm. you know, a place to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many of our um, lineages and lines in our communities, in our villages. You know, folks would grieve openly and together. You know, and there was no shame in it, and no shame. In mm-hmm. Understanding that it is the big energy that to us out of the light, and we don't cycle joy. We don't like clamp our last. You know, and so, like, <laughs> uh, so huh. there's a lot of power, friends, um, in making friends with them mm-hmm. and, um, and allowing your voice to push you. Like, with that mm-hmm. intention, the way you will collapse or love or reach for a Muslim with your voice, if your sound, the way you will sue mm-hmm. um, turning that on your own mind, like, attuning it towards you, and then you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember you I mean, just a thought. Um, when I was a kid, and if I was upset about something, you know, my mother used to hum And I remember the the sound of her hum because it was like, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it was just very, you know, it was, just, it was over and over and over again. And I usually would fall asleep, you know. Yeah, sure. I remember that specifically. You know, um, and I don't even know if she knew what she was doing at the time. I just think she was just rocking and she was just holding. And then eventually she put me in bed. You know, um, I used to suffer from headaches. And uh, so at some point in the night I would break out and run in her room and she would just, it got to the point where I remember her just lifting the covers when she heard my feet coming. And just, you know, she didn't have to turn over. She'd just lift the covers up. I'd jump in and she just put the covers down and go to sleep, you know. But I remember that particular um, piece about swimming and, and um, finding your voice. You know, which I'm translating now to be that. But at the time, it was just it felt good because I felt the vibration of her chest, you know, as she rocked. Mm. Just, you know, real simple. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we have, um, my people used to say, don't put your mouth on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, like, we all have a version of that. Like, you know, our portraits zoom our people. And it, and it's just like the sound, sound is a thing. Words are, are living. Words are life. Right. right. And um and so speaking the words, um, is a very powerful casting, it's a very powerful conjure, you know. Mm-hmm. And that owes you sound because words of dangerous. Um, you could not alert the person who feels over that, you know you know Talk um, about you know, it. You know mm-hmm. Papa Papa Joe just died because mm-hmm. it was a whale, that was sound like mm-hmm. it was.
0: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Perfect analogy. Perfect analogy. I I remember the uh, day that I saw that video. And you know, it's so funny because you don't quite connect the dots. You know, you're connected a lot about me. Music has gotten me through every point in my life, every single point. And one of my favorite percussionists is uh, Ralph McDonald. And, and distinctively, this particular album that I still have um, that uh, called The Past. Do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Ralph McDonald's The Past. And shout out to my mom for turning me on to that many, many years ago. But that is my favorite, favorite, favorite percussion album because it starts off with a river chant. I remember that particular, that particular uh, day, I played, it was like maybe 3 o'clock in the morning, and you know, I, I'm, I'm sandwiched in between two, um, two neighbors in white skin, you know, and that particular morning, about maybe 3.30 in the morning, I, I came in my office space and I cranked that up louder than <laughs> a stadium, and I just, and I just danced, just yeah. <laughs> danced just dance, just dance, just dance, just dance, and just the chant and the drums, and just, you know, because it was, I was so enraged, you know, Shango was all up and through, and just had to just bring it out, you know, and that was the only thing that did it. And then classic after that, it just me, just, I had to have a crying session, I had to get that rage out, you know, because just words weren't enough, it just wasn't enough, you know, and Sound. Thank you. <laughs> Does it help? Mm-hmm. Well, thinking about it is just like <sighs> Well this is the kind of thing I think it it has to it has to be in practice and this is the long game. Like I heard y'all talking about that that's um, so, so many things, right? It's, we are all as an effect of life. We are it's in a fabric of everything. I'm excited to think about I'm like, um, you know, I'm a new grandma and Congratulations 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 But I'm excited about how we will flourish and thrive you know, without comparing those up to us like, you know, we see the incredible and and Here's where we lean on community more than ever, you
1: know. Um, what, it's almost like what you got, you know. <laughs> what you got, you know. It's just one of those one of those things. Juan, What What you thinking about? What you thinking about? What am I thinking about? Um, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. 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 I'm listening. Taking yeah. in the sound. Um, yeah. I I will. I will say that. Um, sound has always been um, important to me, um, and so, so I, I 100% get it, and um, music is healing, voices can be healing, and like you said, they can also be destructive, words, tone, tone of voice, can go anywhere from healing to loving to hurtful to questionable, like what did that mean <laughs> you know um, sound is underrated, and I think yeah. it's it could be used and i I think I'm listening and I'm thinking that um maybe I should be more intentional about. How I um, u- utilize my voice and how I receive sound, you know. Um, I'm also looking at because as as we speak, there are questions or or comments that others are are writing. So I wanted mm-hmm. to um, bring one or two to your attention. Um, Someone named Carmella. Hi, Carmella, by the way, and hello to everyone who's listening and watching. Thank you so much. Um, Carmella wants to know if it's normal to fall asleep after a sound healing. Oh,
2: sure. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I, um, I don't mean into what's considered normal. You know, I really, um, it could be usual, right? Right to sound, And sometimes falling asleep is the body's way ideal of being merciful, you know? Because one of the things that sound will do, is will be memories. memory. Sound can go into the body and the memories. And um, in all my years of working with, with other people I've come to know that the body will not release anything that the spirit is not released. Right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes we'd so be that people and, and I think of it as, as like it's a way of sharing the out. you know, and, and then, because um, I've had clients fall asleep on the table. Um, wow. and then when you come to after taking a moment to call, you feel like you have like, more capacity. Um, and so it is quite unusual to fall asleep. Um, and sometimes it's all just because you're kind of <laughs> you know, not <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somebody, it's
2: like somebody holding the back of your skull and you press, like you just drop in, mm-hmm. and um and you can do that as well. It's like
1: rocking mm-hmm.
0: I know a lot about right now.
1: guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. that is beautiful. And um Carmela also wanted to know if there is a ritual for letting go of anger from our ancestors.
2: You know, that 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 um I was just talking to a client about that today, right? Um and I know that we have like part of coming in mind right? Loving yourself fully, uh the mothers of, mothers of mothers of mothers of mothers, me and my daughter, right? Um, that you can you can absolutely heal mm-hmm. to um and um and there's like different practices and it that grief may be in the in the body, you know? Um, well, when it comes to rage, um, rage to me, like grief, that if it's not moved and, and not um, um, released and, and jettisoned from the body, it can be plagued Right? It gets caught. Um, I believe um, completely that um, some energy becomes and, um, and it Um, and this, this whole knowing that died of someone who died and broken heart, like that's real, that's real, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so moving rage to me is a physical act, um, and um, you know, some, phys- some physicality. Like I was talking to a client today about kickboxing, you know, like whoo, mm-hmm. punching, moving. Um, um, if your body it doesn't it can't access that with your body, um, there are rituals for banging or breaking. You know, um, once I know a client who like, brought all their old dishes and put them in a pillowcase and nodded the pillowcase and took a hammer and just went in on these dishes and like moved the rage with her mouth, like hot, like sounding and crying and banging and banging and with the intention of moving this rage through, right? Of not letting it lurk into the pillowcase, but just moving it through. She was exhausted and she felt like. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it is a, a kind like of It's just It's up Sometimes. Hmm. It's funny because my wife mentioned the other day breaking, they have these rooms where you can go and break glass. Like you yeah. should. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I just heard about that. Yeah, she, she, um, yeah, I just read about that. Like mm-hmm. you can take a bat and just go in and just, you know, it's, it's, it's another thing that I think is. Right, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be polite about our rage. We have to pull in our rage and our community, you know, um, and, the, and and all the other things. That this, like the whole notion of, you know, that stays in the family and that keeping And you have to mm-hmm. come family. You know, I'm protecting. I'm holding this stupid that fucking Uncle Ronnie is touching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's so like these are the things that have happened to us over. The I mean because of all the, I mean, the initial parts, Like, you know, I feel like that guy who's on the blackish I can trace everything to slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I love blackish. <laughs> <laughs> I this slavery. You know, um and all the things that are <laughs> and broken. But the good good news is that we can gather You know. Mm-hmm. that brought me joy uh, couple, last week I think it was and, and this is something sounds completely ignorant of course and I love it I'm, I'm prefacing it that video that in the midst of all of the storms, you know, i me mean, giving myself social media breaks that video of the woman you're going to lose your job <laughs> <laughs> you know that she's getting she's getting some money for that now she should be <laughs> perfect, if I have a laughed. And about and, a <laughs> and then the, and then the vi- we are just we can take we can give ourselves and, and then how it just morphs into this thing and all the video pieces are. I do as we love creative people on this planet. We all, the planet. in the midst of it and and, and and with flames coming out of every angle. We don't find a way to make a, a joke or a laugh or just something out of just to get us through, you know, and, you know, and there's so much, just, that was, that was, oh, whoever that sister is, you know, Jamal, we got to find her, because that was <laughs> everything, you know. <laughs> and then the article, I read it, and we didn't know that she was getting paid with She's her baby, She should paying <laughs> right you
1: know? she her, she's getting loyalty. you getting right?
2: She, you know, she had a little bottom, I mean, you could tell the officers of the that were closing up, was kind of like, <laughs> Come on, man that was perfect. That was perfect. Uh, you know, in the midst of the, just the in the midst of the storm, she found a way. You know, just, just. <laughs> <laughs> loved it, loved it. This question here that um is asking about Gina Love, What about sound baths? I have a buddy that does those peculiar inner spirit with his clients. He does yoga classes in his studio. What about sound baths? And what are they? I think are wonderful, right? And I'm happy that it's married with another modality, right? Um, um, my one challenge with sound bath is it's like um something that doesn't last, you know. Um, it's wonderful for a days, um, and the calm for so a few days. Um, marrying it with other modalities, though, with the intention um to bring it deeper into the heart, right? And so if um and so if doing a um, you're asking for much now when you, you just come into to you or um, read and hum and create some sound around your mm-hmm. life, and shelter, life, and shelter, um, I, My work is about practices to use, practices to create freedom of sight within the world, right? Because it's like, I feel like an abolitionist is what talks about, you know? Um, and with with true freedom, you know, with liberation. Like am I thinking what I want to think or am I thought to sure? You mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. that important question. You know, especially when everything is designed for what I of to buy. You know, everywhere we go, we can't go buy a damn course know, of without something glaring at you and the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like how much of me do I own? You know, mm-hmm. and not not fake not what i come to think of as fake food. Yeah, I can buy I this, but, you know, but you know, how much power do I home and and (laughs) you can (laughs) and I (laughs) I I know it's not him it's like a fucking figure but the the laws that are being passed and things that can be and I mean, you a law. you know that it is a criminal offense to 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 protest against possible people I mean, a peaceful gathering if I am protesting a peaceful gathering, I can be you know, and fine, that law was passed under right after COVID shut down, you know, and so it's
1: insidious, it's nefarious, and it's ancient, it's old, I mean, that's, it's four or five hundred years old, but we, it's a long game, and we have to be Can I say, can, can I just say that the sound of you um, saying motherfucker and whatever else, it really... Lightened my spirit a little bit, so please, you you cuss well, and I like it. It my body likes that, so please, more of that. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Oh, that just loosened something up in my shoulder. Gee, I was feeling tight. Yeah, I was feeling tight there for a minute. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, this
0: Is this (laughs) a
2: (laughs) game?
1: No,
2: no. So it's like, yeah, we are, yeah, so like you said, there's like communities, like, what you got, what do you do? Bring what you bring, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, all
2: of ourselves to the table, you know, for every person, um, young folks, um, we're 20s, younger than that, so that feels like they have medicine to share, but they might Oh, I do this thing where I lay hands and I can feel the energy. You know, like come on and bring it. You know, I can feel it. Bring these medicines that we walk with, right? So, because those I think will be of service at marches and and at sit-ins and um, at meetings and at you know along the walk, it bring, bring all of us, all of us, all of them, all of, them, all of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we um when we figure out what we're doing with this whole voting thing in November, you know, and already some old trick shit going on. Whatever. Yeah. When yeah. we figure this out, you know, part of what I wanted to and for my whole team was to, you know, we did to get buses or whatever we need to do to get folks organized and make sure and anybody eighteen years old get registered and make sure they're registered and you know, just um Get that part together, because this clown has got to go. He really does. Yeah. But, you know, and we were talking before you get came on about, you know, just the idea of terms and offices and things that, you know, we need to start from the ground floor and actually understanding how all this crap really works, you know. Because, you know, unfortunately the police are doing a job, you know, and the job is not their assignment a lot of them may not even know what they did, you know, and how things are interconnected know, what they're actually trying to do versus seeing. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, like you said, this is, this is a long walk, you know, um, and, and what the state is then Loretta, I hear you, I hear you, you know, um, they're, they're actually saying spit that custom because it's the truth. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, we have a chat, a whole chat line going on while, you, while you're here on the side, so we occasionally um, pull from that. What you're listening to, let me just give a call real quick. And You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. You're live, Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese and Gina Breedlove tonight. On the show, the telephone number to the show is 347-996-5394. Again, it's 347-996-5394. If you have something you want to say to Gina, call and give her a shout out. That's all. You know, ask the questions. I see all the questions rolling. Any tips for connecting with our authentic creative energy? Nat Alexander asks. Yes. Um, I am, um, I've heard Isla Walker say this many times when I've um, gone to hear her speak. And she talks about meditation, and I have to echo that. Like, mm-hmm. And meditation could look a lot of ways. I mean, so many things have gotten co opted that belong to belong to First Peoples, belong to indigenous folks. Um, you know, um, I have seen so many yoga ads with some really ultra thin white woman out there. You know. um, and yogic science is an ancient science, right? But meditating, um, finding a place to get quiet. Um, which is, of course, really difficult these days because of all of the divided work and all of the opportunities to not be right? right? So we have to fight for it. It's mm-hmm. like fighting for your mind. Um, and gathering this stuff. And, and there are so many ways to meditate, right? It's not just the, you know, sitting in low position. There are walking meditations, you know, where, um, you know, that walk to the subway, you decide that on this walk you're going to notice light you're going to notice the way light falls on right? mm-hmm. and so you're just going to notice light as it filters through, as it lands here, as it lands there, as it lands on your skin, you're taking yourself out of the mm-hmm. usual thought path, so even pushing ourselves out of the usual narrative, even for a moment, creates this spaciousness, this breath, right, and so if you can extend that, right, and take some time to just focus on your breath, you know. And then another practice is believing yourself. That's a practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, really believing, believing yourself. Like, if your body reveals, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I want to think. I'm a painter. You know, and so um, what does that look like? Um, I'm not suggesting to anybody that, like, I live in New York. I know what that is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I have a mortgage now. So, I like, folks, well, we, we do, we really have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we can certainly cultivate authenticity and a love alongside what we do. We need to fight for it. create that. Create that space. we of There's always the sacrifice. I think what has been perpetrated is everything completely easy, because we so quickly. Like, I've noticed it in myself. And my, my Wi-Fi doesn't come on in, like, under 16 seconds, I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, holy oh <my> second, <laughs> you know? But, um, Things that we want, will take time and time. There's no way to get away from I say that about therapy um, and spending more time uh, searching for a therapist that you can work with. Uh, spend more time doing that than you uh, do shoes. You're very picky about how you do pick your shoes. You don't you don't go to the store and grab the first one you see. You know, you, you may have to spend time with that and, and find the person for you, the right fit. You know, um, yeah, that, that's. You got, you got, so what are you waving over there? Dude? Oh, sage. Sage? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <My> constant companions.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Got some of that myself. Oh, white sage, and do it, you know. Um, Give some to Javon. Give some to Javon. Javon, you want some sage? we to get some sage for you, Javon. Yeah, I could but use this. some sage. You can
2: use some sage? I really could. Yeah. Yeah make a bath out of it too, boil a chunk of it. And really? Add, um, a nice and then pour it in the tub, or if you don't have a tub, you can bring it into the shower and just clean your body with it. So much of the energy mm-hmm. it's quite energy.
1: You know what? I'm, I'm, we're going to have to have you back when I'm after I'm able to lift some of this. I'm a lot of fun at parties and I have a great great energy most of the time. I'm a barrel of laughs, but <laughs> Again, tonight, written, no. tonight I'm just not that funny. You don't
2: to be funny. I like you to be just who
1: you is. Thank you. I, I feel like I'm giving you the shiny forehead version of myself tonight, and um, but <laughs> you know I'm I'm really really taking in everything that you you're saying. Um I, I think that you are an amazing amazing spirit. You're beautiful. You're just beautiful. And I'm stuck there and and it's a good place because in this in this darkness, you know that is 2020 for me. Um when I'm a- able to see um beauty or light, you know, I just want to stop right there and and soak it in. I'm in awe. It's like i call I call Therese Sunshine because she's my friend, and when I see her, when I hear her voice, when I get a text from her i I get a ray of light, you know, like a healing i think I think that healing comes in so many different ways, from so many different sources, and I think that. Our senses are all capable of of absorbing and giving healing. Um, I think also that we 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 give and absorb pain through those senses as well. You know what I mean and some for me, there's been an influx of pain and not enough beauty, and so forgive me for my just being like. Present. Uh you're beautiful and and you're you're diverting me away from a little bit of the pain and yet I still feel it. So it's it's
2: she's easy on
1: the eye, right Yeah, she's very easy <laughs> on the eye.
2: <laughs> Shut up,
1: Therese. I'm trying to be professional here.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. Peeling that part of the onion I was trying not to unravel, okay? <laughs> Gee whiz. No, you are very beautiful. You're a very beautiful lady. And um, before, before we go, um, we would love a drop from you. I
2: um, think we would be interesting.
1: You ready, Jay? Oh, yeah. Well, let's do it. You, you talk about it, and you know me. I'm, I'm
2: with it. Okay, cause you going to do the five. We do this thing called rapid Five. Absolutely. It's a word association game, you know. It, give us, it gives us a peek behind the veil a little bit, you know. Um, so the, how we do it is, yeah, yeah, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we do.
1: <laughs> you come up with this game,
0: Ed? You originated
2: but I certainly have perfected it. <laughs> so, what I will say is that you know I say five words, and you say the first word that comes to mind. And then Javon will go, and she'll say five words. So, you know, I'll go, you go, I go, back and forth, and that's how we're going to do it. I'll pause, and I'll thank you. So, and, and before I do that, you know, and then right after that, we ask you for a, a drop for the show. So we set up the content, okay? So you ready? Okay. And she, So we can see all the facial expressions, too, Jay. You ready?
1: I'm watching.
2: All right. Love. Peace. Now. Children. Mine. Fall. Oh. Night. Yes. Laughter. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> Beauty. Okay. Lesbian. Me. Thank you. I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> God. God. People. Needful.
1: Sound. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you, thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen,
2: Gina. We, and, we, need and, the, we need the drop. Got you. All right. We need a drop for Nikki. And it is uh, the show is In the Basement with Javon and Therese. And you know, of course, hi this is Gina Brela. We rotate on the 24-hour, and um, and we be playing your music there too. So I'm hoping that it's all original shit, Gina, I think it's just good publishing. Whenever you're ready, hit it. Hi, uh, this is Gina Brela, and you're listening to In the Basement with Javon and Savannah. Perfect. Perfect. So Perfect. So much. Yes, yes, yes. Let's make sure How we do that. Where they can find you, G. How can they find you? Where they can find you? Um, GinaBreedeLove.com and for sound healing, vibration of grace, vibrationofgrace.com and Gina, small G, I, N, A, B, R, E, E, D, L, O, V, E, dot com and all the media. Same Thanks, Thank, us, you. Thank you. Thank ladies. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Thank you so, so very much. Gina Bree love, everyone.
0: I'm not blind to all the evils of the world. It's so clear to me that love needs real love. But when I see you, I see beauty in the world because you move me. the place where I begin, and I know that our mother has a plan for the world.
1: Now I can hear myself through here, you know
0: that
1: was beautiful. She was beautiful. you're beautiful, everybody's beautiful, and um that's why I can. sing some more Rans- oh, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm going I'm going to shut it down. Um, and um we will this uh coming Saturday, we will be paying homage, giving um having a special show in tribute to Miss Bonnie Pointer. And um I'm going to see if uh We have uh, probably her best friend, one of her best friends, um, her sister Anita, I believe, was her actual best friend. Um, They spoke every day. They spoke every day. Um, But um, her manager and and good, good buddy, good, good friend, very dear friend, um, Troy will probably come on with us. Um, And um,
2: that took me out, man.
1: That took me out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you recall how prior to her coming on in May, I, I would when I would talk about old shows, I would tell you about that show with Bonnie Po out of all my shows, right? I would say, Look, when you get a chance, go back and listen to the Bonnie Pointer show you got to listen because to, Bonnie Pointer yo my was a laugh when she was on. Exactly. Exactly. Just just real and and just a good good soul, just a good spirit, man. And um, you know, so we're going to we're going to play uh what I'm going to try to do um before the show is edit up the one I did a few years ago, the one that um we did with her and Anita and I'm going to chop that up and um chop them both up, I guess, and just have some sound bites with Bonnie and we'll play some Pointer Sisters music and we'll talk to Troy and try to elicit um, some of his memories of her. And hey, Brandon coming on at the end, after the show is over, (laughs) he says we have to give the legends their flowers while they are here and that's why we are here. And you're absolutely right. Um, you know, that's why I try to, to get as many people as I can um, from the previous generation. And, um, you know, I feel like if people, younger artists want to come on, I'm with that too. But um, I really want to get our legends on. Um, now, not that I'm anticipating them all going, we're all going someday, but, um, I just want an opportunity if I can, if I may, to let them know that they are loved and remembered still relevant today, regardless of what they did or didn't do, um, on this show, there's no such thing as old school. We have classics. We have R and B classics here. Exactly. The
2: same thing.
1: Exactly.
2: Have. Like elevator music and, and, and folk. You know what I mean? Like some of the music today and you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it again. Some of the music today you won't hear long term, but you know a lot of them, like the Pointer Sisters, legendary. Yep. Legendary. They got hits that they could sit down and not have to work a day again if they didn't want to, you know. And it's um it's so tragic it and I bet that, that hurt me in a place to know that you know um, Monty earned her wings I like to say you know and I also say you know sometimes you know God takes the best fruit and because we're here and we just don't know you know there's a there's a um, there's a an ignorance that we just we just sit in you know we don't know like when you transcend we don't know what that other side is like it could be an amazing amazing amazing
0: place
2: Mm Mhm, mhm. so many amazing amazing people are there you know so at the end of the day it just doesn't um, give them their flowers where they can smell them everybody love somebody today harder than you ever have because you just don't know
1: exactly exactly and old school Henry is not a bad word it's just not it's not helpful. It's not um I, I know that it's not meant in any disrespectful way because that's you know the the term that we use. however, um we we don't that doesn't celebrate anything. When, right. when you say something is old, it sounds as though it's not useful anymore. It's yeah. like it's not relevant now. Oh, that's old. That's then. That's right. You know, it's not revered. Um, classics, if, if, you, if, I say, if I say I have something old in this hand, but I have a classic in this hand, you want the classic. You want an old car or do you want the classic car? It's 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 really how you say it because you know that the classic car is not is not brand new. Mm-hmm. It it's aged, but it's aged well. Yeah. It's it's something to be revered,
2: right? Okay. That, and you know, and I have to say, Missy, you know, like um, age or old doesn't necessarily mean why, you know. Mm. Why. Old just old just references a time period. Old versus new, you know, versus it just really kind of lifts only time. Classic, um, vintage.
1: Mm, yeah. Um, those,
2: those kind of words um, um, elevate, they lift.
1: I like that. Vintage R&B mm-hmm. on Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Ooh, they put their
2: voice, Sophie. What are you doing? What's happening? Miss,
1: Miss Bree Love left me with a little something. Just, just a little something. A little stuff, right? Just a little something. <laughs> but yeah, so timeless, timeless. That's that's nice. Yeah. Time is a man-made construct too. We just have to unlearn so much shit, don't
2: we? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's. Now, let me ask you this, Mr. Henry, DJ Backspin. Would you, would you call Barbara Streisand's music old school? Is it vintage? Is it classic? How about Mr. Frank Sinatra? Is his music, would you call that old school pop? Because he sang pop songs. His music was popular, top 40. Would you call Frank Sinatra's music old school? It's vintage. See, see, Misty said his is vintage. That's respect. That's the respect we give to Frank Sinatra, to Barbara Streisand, Mm -hmm. Ethel Merman for crying out loud.
2: Rolling Stones.
1: Right. The Rolling Stones. Elton John. Elton John. You call Elton John's music old school? No? Mm-hmm.
2: We're conditioned to do that to ourselves. You know, she and Frank are on the other side of the coin. What coin? The, they were raised in those hood. they would be...
1: Uh, oh, see? But you see? That's it right there, Duma. That's it right there, Henry. That's it right there. We bring ourselves down with our words. It's a it's it's a term that we give ourselves that does not uplift ourselves. Why didn't we coin why didn't we, instead of saying something like putting old school together, why didn't we create vintage R and B? Classic hip hop. Mm-hmm. about that? You know, why why would we give a term like old? Why would we start This is you know, we we have to relearn how we speak about ourselves. The value. Value starts with the word. If there's no word for a thing, the word the thing doesn't exist. Nothing exists until there's a word for it. Mm -hmm. And once something has been named, it's given value.
2: Just like the idea that people, you know, there's huge um, thought that goes into naming ceremonies, you know. Um, and we're not debating, Henry. There's no debate, really, you know. Um, we're just making a point. Yeah. Just like, I'm sure that you, you've made a point, And there's no debate. It's not even necessary to debate about everything. It's just something to think about. Right? Yeah.
1: It's food for thought. Let me just let me just give you a little background. Therese. Duma is my brother. That's that's my 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 Puerto Rican brother. We we grew up together. He's that's like he's like one of my brother's best friends growing up. So he he knows me that And yes, we will agree to disagree. And and actually, I used to say old school. I used to say that too cuz I'm from the hood. I used to say it. But then when I started working with artists, um, artists who I labeled quote unquote old school, and they were still creating new music and they don't get, they don't have as easy a time selling out Radio City today as Barbara Streisand does today. They don't, their ticket sales are not on the same level as Barbara Streisand. Some of these artists can sing Barbara Streisand, all of them that I'm thinking of, can sing Barbara Streisand under the table. So what does what does Babs have that they don't have? How do her her people describe her, talk about her and support her? And we don't support our legends in the same – now, I'm not saying that Barbara Streisand is not a legend. She's legendary, straight-up legendary. Hats off, all respect, straight-up. She's classic, legendary. Mm-hmm. And so is Melba Moore.
2: But her people, they don't throw their people away. They don't, they don't throw their people away. They, they understand the idea of community. They do.
1: Absolutely,
2: absolutely. And and
1: and and we go for the shiny thing, the big bright shiny thing. Ah, let me spend. How much are Nikes these days? I can't even. How much? Like $150 for a pair of shoes? Sneakers?
2: I, you know, that, that's a universal thing with, that, with the Nike the Corporation um, that our kids, you know, not, not just our kids, but, you know, kids globally, you know. Um, we, just, we just need to really, really, really focus on being beautifully supportive to our own, lifting us and hugging and embracing us the way we need it right now, all of us, you know. Um, when it comes down to community, we need to be with each other more so than ever now and, and always. We need to respect, if you will, respect this cycle, you know, um, because there's a lot of love here. There's a lot of beauty here. There's a lot of magic here. And we have to remember that um, as we move in the globe stay healthy, stay happy, and, and support us, and yeah. you know, and say something that's encouraging to somebody every day that you um, move forward. You know, because um, there's nothing like a voice of Gladys Knight and of Franklin and all those others that just got us all the way through. You know, um, look at our own legends; they don't get recognized till they pass, and should smell their flowers now. That's why we have the platform here in the basement. Absolutely, absolutely. Biggie to classic. classic. You
1: know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna i I'm gonna change that to, to vintage. To rap. What? That's vintage. That's that's yo. That's no, I would not call it old school. I'm not I'm that to me that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Anything could be old school.
2: Sugar Hill Gang.
1: Vintage. vintage you know? Well, actually, I'm a little older. I, I yeah. yeah, I'm older. I'm older.
2: <laughs>
1: let me let me just say this. Both Henry and I were breakdancing, rapping, and on the ones and twos before there was the first hip hop song. Okay. So, let let me let, let's just be clear for all of you a little bit younger than me that the first record was not the beginning. Right. There was a whole we were for years before that. Right. Before that. We were and actually to be honest with you um at some point the records spoiled it for me because it wasn't like vintage street turntablist having battles in the street. Duma, you know, Henry, (laughs) since he's representing as Henry, um, you could speak to that, you know, one day, one day I'm going to have some of the original street DJs from, from, you know, the Bronx, um, yeah, the boogie down, call in maybe Duma, um, DJ Mixmaster Bruce, people y'all never heard of. That was, that's right. That was just spinning on the turntables and um, never got any kudos and so forth and so on. Yeah, it was, it it was a whole. We had a whole culture. So the first record when. Actually everybody thinks it was the Sugar Hill Gang, but there was a group, a singing group, can't remember I think it was Brass Construction or somebody during the time that we were out in the street rapping and and breakdancing and whatever else we were doing. And um I remember there was like a little rap in the middle of the song. Like that was the bridge. It was like a little rap. And I remember being really impressed. And, oh, look, these old guys, because they were old guys to us. You know, I must have been about 13, 12 or 13 at the time. Like, ah, look, they rapping on the song. And we thought that was funny. And then soon after, Sugar Hill Gang came out, you know. There was a record before. Sugar Hill Gang was the first commercially successful. Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, It
2: was a record that was. Um,
1: and what was that?
2: That was uh, King the III, actually. That was the, the first, if you want to talk music. Okay. Um, and the second, Wonder Mike and, and, and uh, Big Bang Hank and Sugar Hill. You know, and the uh, old one next up, the Mike is Bob Batman and the extended <laughs> version.
1: Remember, remember, oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. Yeah, you know that. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, just a little um little history for y'all. I used to hang out with I used to be a Zulu Angel. So
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll save
1: that for another show. You ever heard of Bambata? Africa Bambata. Exactly. Africa Bambata. Africa Bambata was the head of the Zulu Nation. Okay, and they came out of the PJs in the Bronx, Back. and they had Zulu Kings and Zulu Queens, okay. and they made up the Zulu Nation.
2: You were a Zulet.
1: No, I was <laughs> a Zulet. <laughs> well, yeah. I was too young to be a Zulu queen, me and my little crew. So they they said we could be Zulu angels. So we were Zulu angels. And we used to hang out at Bambada's house every now and then. And they would be spinning turntables and whatnot. And this is before Bambada was Africa Bambada. Bamba. Oh, Jesus, I'm tired now. We Before he had a record. <laughs> I used to hang out at a club. Oh, Jesus, what? What was the name of the damn club? It just slipped my mind. In the Bronx. What? Say it again? Fever? Yep. The Fever, Make You Want to her. and Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, and, and um, Mario. Some of you might have heard the names. DJ Mario. um, All those dudes, man. We used to kind of hang out together. We used to hang out together. That That was back in the day. That was... So.
2: 1979.
1: Thank you, Bob. The fat back Band from New York City. That was it. The Fatback Band. It wasn't it was brass it. construction,
2: was it? it, was it was That's what
1: it was. The Fatback Band. That's what it was. So. 79. Yeah. Or was it brass construction? I feel like. I don't know why I keep thinking brass construction. But anyway. Yeah, I remember the Fatback Band too. So. Yeah, you know, old and rusty, but, you know, um, I remember being um, with my brother's friends and because they had the DJ equipment, and um, my brother would say, let my sister get on the wheels, you know, the wheels are still, whatever, whatever, and they taught me real quick, and I picked it up, and I was pretty good, and um, yeah. Yeah. There was a club three seventy one in the Bronx on I think Webster Avenue. Ooh. And um I used to DJ in there a little bit and then there was a club later on. I was a little older by that time. Um really wasn't doing hip hop but whatever. Um DJed at this club called Dreams. It was a lesbian club. And I did a lot of street DJing and battling as an M C back in the day. I do not rap anymore, but um Rapping was different. I rap for a little bit. DJ <laughs> Henry, Henry's yelling at me. Javon, you're not reading my comments. I said it was... <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I can't see everything. Me, Darlene, Vicky and Marcia, yep, th- that was my little crew. He he's shouting out all of them people, man. Um, 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 um Therese, you heard about Darlene, right? <laughs> Yep, it was me, Dolly, Vicky Marcia, Tanya, Dee Dee. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, three seventy one in the Bronx. Pop seems to know about that one. Pop and Chulo be knowing about a lot
2: of things. Pops
1: know everything, man.
2: I'm
1: just saying, I'm just saying, but um, yeah. I don't know how we got on this, but Um, And that's why, that's why I'm trying to um, learn, relearn this digital, well, I'm trying to learn this digital DJing thing. It's so interesting because I think really I would have to invest to get a real system so I can hear and really actually control it better. Right now, I'm I'm trying to do the cheap version right now where I could just push buttons because Exactly, but they have this this thing, these this this thing where you can use actual vinyl. And I'm thinking, but that's an upgrade. I don't know that I feel like paying anybody any money for anything right now. I just want to hold on to my dollars. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a dime nowhere. I'm with
2: you. Nowhere that you don't have to. Exactly. You've been living in essentials anyway, so why not just keep doing it? <laughs> uh oh. You didn't want us to get out.
1: He don't. He tell. He tell about my vinyl collection though. No. She knows. She she been down in the basement, Henry. She knows. She she seen it. I had more. I my brother and probably you too. I'm not gonna say it was you, Duma, because I don't remember. But I know Larry. That's my my brother. Took my my records to some party somewhere, and only some of them came back. I'm talking. Oh, but Rez you do you? Do you know, do you, what, the Savoy Manor, yes, in the bronze baby, yes, oh, yes, 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 I never DJed in there, but I've been in there, mm-hmm, don't know, Pops probably know, <laughs> Encyclopedia, Thesauruses, I don't know what the, the What's that? That book that has all the information. Hey, Chaz, people coming on late. What's up, baby? You miss Gina Love. That was she was beautiful. She's just, I just, you know, some of these some of these guests. I'm just gonna let Rez just and I just. I <sighs> do with that. You know, you take
2: turns. But
1: but check it out. I got good news for you, Rez. I forgot to tell you this. Um, Dawn Robinson. Is no longer calling you Therese, um, Terrell. No. When did she stop? Just the other, just the other day, we were going back and forth on, um, we were talking on DM, and um, I said, you know, it's been a year since you've been on the show, and she said, what already? She said, oh no, I haven't, I haven't been on in a year. I was like, yeah. I was like, I said, you ready to come back on? She said, I would love to do the show with you and Therese I was like, oh. I was like oh. she said Therese. I was like, let's see if she pronounces it though. So we got to have Dawn Robinson of In Vogue back on the show. And, and <laughs> but I I really enjoyed her calling you Terrell though. Me too, man.
2: It was just, you know, like, you know, sometimes you just don't correct. You just let it rock. I you think. Because the energy was right with the Terrell, like,
1: yeah, I'm just saying. I think the drop might even have Terrell on it. I have to listen back to it. I think I don't know. <laughs> but but I would I would I would use it because it's just so cute.
2: You know, back in the day I used to have a street name. You know, I can't tell you what it is, but sometimes I check the hotel with it still. You know, um, and and that went on forever. So I may have to change it. I may I may change it to Terrell. <laughs>
1: That'll be cool That'll be cool But then it might confuse her Because now that she got the rest she would be like I, I don't know Just like Just like when uh, Monifa stopped calling me Jayvon Oh she still does that though. Oh she, she do But I think she does it On purpose now right
2: No she still does She
1: messes it up Good good Let no, her no, Let's no, not no, correct no, on that, that That's
2: your name That's your name to her Good How's Jayvon uh, You know She'll say Jayvon When you know, she's being serious But hey, serious. <laughs>
1: Yes uh, and and I like to hear it that way, but from her, I don't like for just people to call me that, 'cause that's yeah, but that's a special mo thing. Um, so so Duma saying I could come to to his house and he's gonna um help me with the digital controller thing. I'm gonna stop by. I'm gonna come by. I, I was just over there just yesterday actually. Um, I was at my mom's house. I should have. I would have stopped by. Um. But yeah, <laughs> do tell Terrell.
2: <laughs> Chaz, it's a long, long story. But uh, street name, yes, I had I had a street name, an AKA that I used to move in places that I could uh, be anonymous, in. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you don't want people to know You don't want people knocking on your hotel doors you, you know, you kind of have to fool them at the front desk You have all kinds of names you need there but No one knows you're checking in
1: That's how I feel sometimes When we're in public Together, Therese And people start fanning out on you They're like Don't I know you? Aren't you? I'm like It's the eyes It's just the eyes Go ahead, the, leave her alone It's the eyes It's just the
2: eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It's it's time for Javon to go night night. (laughs) (sighs) I think I'm going to do some humming tonight. Please tell Miss Bree Love I said thank you so much because I'm a hum and I'm a rock, Cheryl.
2: That
1: That was, that was, that was very nice. That was very nice. And I'm going to and and I'll be waiting for my sage. I think I have some sage, but it's so it's so old. It's sitting on my little altar. I haven't burned sage in so long.
2: Makes you want to bring back. I think I have some downstairs. I may whip them up and just get under turn turn the air on and just kind of settle in it.
1: Yeah,
2: a sage burning.
1: Also, I need some more um, oil. Yeah, my oil. Is running out. So, and I don't know if there are people. Pops, he can answer this. Um, are people selling oils in the in the street on one twenty fifth? Are people out there? Night, night, Duma. Are people out there? Um, Pops, or anybody who's who's yeah. hanging in Harlem?
2: They're not like they used to be, but you can still find.
1: I mean, like now since we've been on on shutdown. Oh, I
2: don't know about that. I don't know
1: about that. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, because I I, I want to buy some oil, but I don't I want to buy it from the guys on the, on the street. You know. Have a good night, Chaz. Are they, Brandon? You see them? Okay, good. Like what street? Don't have me driving. <laughs> I made
2: them beyond me spaghetti. Woo! That sounds good. That sounds really
1: good. Fix your face. You that- <laughs> 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 I swear you remind me of my mother when you say fix your face. She used to say that to me all the time.
2: Oh, all right, party people. I'm going to jump in the shower. I bid you all a safe, healthy, Beautiful, prosperous, happy as much as you can, rest of your week. Yes. So be gentle with your own spirit. God bless.
1: Good night. Good night, baby. And, and, Pops, ask for Somalian Rose if you could pick me up some, and then I'll come get it from you. Somalian Rose, the $10 bottle. Ooh, 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 or or frankincense and myrrh. That's, the easier, one to
2: find.
1: That's easier to find. Frankincense and myrrh, ten dollar bottle. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you
2: for hanging out again.
1: Right, and Brandon, um, <laughs> what I'm trying to get, Brandon, is the 2020 Wake Up Everybody compilation. That is dope. And it's it's on the internet, so and I'm trying not to. I'm trying to behave myself and not rip it from the from YouTube. I would like to purchase it. You know, I don't like to do that, but it's not on iTunes. It's on Spotify and and SoundCloud, but you but I can't figure out how to download it as an MP3. So. I'd like to buy that. I will look for your We Are Family All-Star Remix. I will look it up. Stop yelling at me, young man. Um, (laughs) I'll give you the information, Pops. Um, I could could write it here, actually. But um, I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay, send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. And if anybody has um wake up everybody i'd rather that someone send it to me than for me to rip it i'm just not ripping stuff unless i have to but i love it i love it all right so for res and i we're out thank you for for listening please um share this with others we love you peace be safe
2: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.